You're listening to an audio sermon by Pastor Bernard Milder from Household of Christ. We trust that you will be encouraged and blessed as you listen to the Word of God. Good morning, family. We greet you in the wonderful name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And today is going to be a wonderful Sunday because we are going to have communion together. So if you have not prepared, quickly take some time and just prepare and be ready that as a congregation at the end of this service, we are going to enjoy the Lord's Supper together. We're going to have communion together and partake of the Lord's table. Before we start ministering as our custom, let's do the declaration. Are you ready? One, two, three. I'm a son of God revealed. I'm blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. I'm saved. I'm healed. I'm delivered. I'm a life-giving spirit. I accept his sacrifice on the cross and his resurrection power in my life. I'm bound to his word and can do what it says I can do. I receive the word with meekness and I'm changed from glory to glory. I have the God kind of faith. I'm the righteousness of God and will never be the same. Jesus Christ is my Lord. Amen. If you've confessed that, you've declared the word of God over yourself, over your family, and that word cannot return back void. Are you ready for the word of God? Well, let's pray. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy, the tremendous grace that you have towards us, Father. Lord, thank you that the blood of Jesus speaks for us of a better covenant, a better promise, Lord. In this morning, even as we share on communion, let your people be aware of your love, Father. Encompass them, Lord, with your love. Let your mercy speak. Let your blood speak, Father. Lord, grant unto your people a prophetic picture, the good things that you have planned for them, O Lord. Let them hear your voice upon my voice. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, family, the word of God was written for your success. Joshua 1 verse 8 teaches us that when we meditate upon the word of God and we observe to do it, that it will make our way successful. Jesus, the word, was sent. And when it manifested, we could see his glory. The Bible teaches us that God sent his word to heal us. Family, that's amazing to know that Jesus came to solve our problem for us here on earth. And we can just say thank you, Jesus, for that. Unfortunately, many people today, they seek God's works, but they are not prepared to learn His ways. Turn with me in your Bibles to John chapter 6, verse 26. And when we read from verse 1, we can see that Jesus did a miracle where He fed the multitudes and they ate and the need of hunger was met. Let's read from verse 26. Jesus answered them and said, Most assuredly I say to you, you seek me not because you saw the signs, but because you ate the loaves and were filled. Do not labor for the food which perishes, but for the food which endures to everlasting life which the Son of Man will give you because God the Father has set his seal on him. Father Jesus has the seal of approval from God the Father. Verse 28, Then they said to him, What shall we do that we may work the works of God? Jesus answered and said to them, This is the work of God, that you believe in him whom he sent. Therefore they said to him, What sign will you perform then? 
that we can see it and believe you. What work will you do? Our fathers ate the manna in the desert. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly, I say to you, Moses did not give you the bread from heaven, but my father gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is he who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Then they said to him, Lord, give us this bread always. Family, the people came and they were looking for Jesus to be filled again. He said, you are here because you want bread again. Their immediate need of hunger was the thing that they were looking at to have that need met. But Jesus wanted to meet a much greater need. They were looking for natural bread. But Jesus wanted to give them the bread of life. Many times we look for a temporary solution, whereas Jesus wanted to offer to us an everlasting solution. He was saying, I want to give you the bread of life. You are looking for the natural, that which you can find here on earth to meet your immediate needs. But there's one that's from heaven, one that is from above. And if you eat that, you will have everlasting life. Turn with me quickly to the book of Matthew chapter 15, verse 23. I'm reading from verse 22. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from that region and cried out to him saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. But he answered her not a word, and his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent to accept to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then she came and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not good to take the children's bread and throw it to the little dogs. And she said, Yes, Lord, yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. Then Jesus answered and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed from that very hour. What an amazing story. A woman comes to Jesus, a mother, and you can hear that desperation that she says, My daughter is severely demon-possessed. Jesus first ignores her, doesn't say a thing. And that heart's cry, saying, Lord, help me. Jesus said to us, I'm very sorry. I'm not here to help you. I've come to bring the bread of life to Israel. I've come to bring it to my people. It's not for you. Can you imagine that rejection? Jesus calling her a dog. She could have taken offense in that moment. But I don't know if it was the fact that she said, Son of David, have mercy, her determination, her attitude to, even in that time when Jesus was silent, pushing her away, not meeting that immediate need, but knowing that he's the bread of life. She worshipped him. She adored him. And Jesus said to her, I'm not here to feed you. And this woman's attitude to say, I have revelation that this body, this bread, is the bread of life. And even if it's the smallest little crump that falls there, if I can just get that one little piece, healing will come.
Life will come. Change will come into my life. Jesus looked at her and he said, the kind of faith you have has moved me. You have revelation that the smallest piece of my body, the bread of life into your life will not just change your life, but your family's life. And what a beautiful attitude, a revelation that she had, that if I can eat the bread of life, my life will change. Family, he was saying to the Israelites, the Hebrews following him, the Jews following him, said, you've come not for the bread of life. You've just come for natural bread, for your immediate need to be met. But somehow this woman, she understood that if I can just have a little bit of this, my life will change. It's like the woman with the issue of blood that said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I know I will be healed. Let's go back to John chapter 6. John chapter 6 verse 53. Then Jesus said to them, Most assuredly I say to you, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life. And I will raise him up at the last day, For my flesh is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me, and I in him. As the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so he who feeds on me will live because of me. This is the bread which came down from heaven, not as your fathers ate the manna and are dead. He who eats this bread will live forever. These things he said in the synagogue, as he taught in Capernaum. Therefore, many of his disciples, when they heard this, said, This is a hard saying. Who can understand it when Jesus knew in himself that his disciples complained? About this, he said to them, Does this offend you? What then if you should see the Son of Man ascend where he was before? It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Family, Jesus is talking to his disciples and he's telling them, he says, this body, my body, if you eat it, it is food indeed. He's saying this blood, if you drink it, it is drink indeed. Family, this body of the Lord Jesus Christ, the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, It brings life. He said to them, are you offended that I'm telling you, you have to become a part of me? The words that I'm speaking to you, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus knew that it would be the blood of Jesus that sanctifies us, that cleanses us, that allows us to enter into the holy of holies. Remember, Hebrews 10.19 teaches us that the only way into the holy of holies is by the blood of Jesus. He was sharing with them the fact that my body was broken means that you can be whole. It's because of my body on the cross, dying a painful death, bruised, chastised by his stripes, you are healed. He said that allows entrance 
into the Holy of Holies. Let's go to that wonderful scripture in the book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 19. Hebrews 10 verse 19, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil, that is his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Family, the only way into the Holy of Holies is by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus that sanctifies us. The book of Corinthians teaches us that he who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. When you accept the Lord Jesus Christ, his body that was broken, his blood that was shed, it sanctifies us. It removes that guilt, that condemnation that we have in our hearts, being aware of sin. Jesus has come to remove that. So many times when you want to do something for God, even just want to pray, your heart can condemn you. Say, no, I cannot pray. I did this wrong. I said this wrong. I was supposed to do this and I didn't do it. Let's go quickly to 1 John chapter 3. 1 John 3 verse 20, For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Family, whatever is condemning your heart, whatever is pulling you down, you're thinking about that mistake from the past, Jesus is greater than that mistake. God is greater than whatever is condemning you, making you feel guilty. For if our heart condemns us, God is greater than our heart and knows all things. Beloved, if our heart does not condemn us, we have confidence toward God. And whatever we ask, we receive from Him because we keep His commandments and do those things that are pleasing in His sight. This is good news, family, that whatever you've done, whatever sin you have committed, Jesus Christ has died on the cross. He is greater than that thing. Family, when we are in Christ Jesus, there is no condemnation. That's what the book of Romans 8 teaches us. There is no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Jesus did not come to condemn this world, but he came to bring life into our lives. He came to give us a better option to be led by the Holy Spirit. As we look to the work upon the cross, there's not condemnation. Hallelujah. Turn with me in your Bibles to Romans chapter 8, verse 1, and I'm going to be reading from the Amplified Bible. Romans 8, verse 1. Therefore, there is now no condemnation, no judging guilty of wrong for those who are in Christ Jesus, who live and walk not after the dictates of the flesh, but after the dictates of the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life which is in Christ Jesus, the law of our new being has freed me from the law of sin and death. For God has done what the law could not do. Its power being weakened by the flesh, 
the entire nature of man without the Holy Spirit, sending His own Son in the guise of sinful flesh and as an offering of sin. God condemned sin in the flesh, subdued, overcame, deprived it of its power over all who accept that sacrifice. Family, when you accept the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ, His body that was broken, His blood that was shed for the remission of sins, that power is broken over you. He said, all you have to do is accept that sacrifice. Isaiah said, whose report will you believe? Will you believe that he will be smitten? He will be chastised? That by his stripes we are healed? Family, this is what God has done for us. When we look at the word of God, when you partake of his body, that's what God is doing for you and for me. He has made a way into the holy of holies so that we can meet with God face to face at the throne of grace to receive grace and mercy. Because as you enter in, his blood is speaking for you. His mercy is speaking for you. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 11 and look at the table of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 11 verse 23. For I received from the Lord that which also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup, and after supper saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Family, when you read this, Jesus didn't say this is a symbol of my body, but he said this is my body. He didn't say this is a symbol of my blood. He said this is my blood. He said to his disciple, my body is food indeed, and my blood is drink indeed. Do this in remembrance of my death. This is the body of the Lord Jesus Christ. This is his blood. When you partake of this by faith, you are eating his body. You are drinking his blood. Family, remember, we need faith in Christianity to live the lives that we have to live. In the same way that you were baptized, when you were buried, when you went under in the water, you believe you were buried with Christ Jesus. And when you rose up out of the water, you believe that you were raised with Jesus Christ. If you don't believe it, you only went in dry and you came out wet. In the same way, when you partake of this, you partake of the blood. You are declaring your oneness in the spirit with the Lord. The Bible says that when we partake of the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, his blood says, do it in remembrance. Sometimes we can forget so quickly. But he says when you partake of the Lord Jesus' body that was broken, his blood that was shed, it will remind you 
of the love of God, that he loves you so much that in Christ Jesus, there's no condemnation. Family, when you do it in remembrance, thinking upon the love of the Lord Jesus Christ that he has for you, you meditate upon that love. It restores relationship in your own life. When you think about the fact that Jesus died for all your sins, he's not keeping anything against you. Those people that have offended you, that have wronged you, when you start to think about the love that God has for you, how God has forgiven you, becomes easier to forgive others. Remember, he who knew no sin became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. This table of the Lord is not a table of condemnation. It's a table of hope. Remember, Jesus instituted this. He said, I want you to be a part of me. So many times, the table of the Lord has brought condemnation to people. Let's read a little bit further from verse 27. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and blood of our Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among us. And for if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord that we may not be condemned with the world. Family, this is all good news. There was a long time in my life that before I wanted to use communion, I, I felt so condemned and, and judged. But the Bible teaches us here that we should eat this in a worthy manner. Family, remember, when it comes to the Lord's table, He instituted it. Not anybody on this earth can reject or refuse anybody to partake of the Lord Jesus Christ. Anybody can come and partake and eat his flesh and drink his blood. Jesus actually gave us instruction to do it. But he says, when you do this, do it in a worthy manner. Remember, think upon his love for you. Don't just say, ah, oh, this is bread and eat it. Ah, oh, this is uh, grape juice, drink it. Go and think about it. Paul says, examine yourself. Later on in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, Paul wrote and he said, examine yourself to see whether you are in faith. When you are eating this, are you eating this as the body of the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you drinking this as the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ? Because when you eat this and you've examined yourself, knowing that I accept the sacrifice, that Jesus has died for me, that Jesus loves me, that's when you eat it in a worthy manner. He says, because some people have not discerned the Lord's body, they've not eaten it in a worthy manner. He says, some of them are sick. Some of them are not feeling well. But family, I want to encourage you in the same way that desperate mother came and whose daughter was demon possessed. And she said, son of David, have mercy. If I can just have a crumb, deliverance will come. When you discern the Lord's body and you eat it as life, 
it will bring life into your life. Jesus said, he said, I want to encourage you. Do this as often as you want to. Remember, family, if, if you do it on a regular basis, I know during these times of lockdown, many families have told me how they have communion every morning. You're allowed to do that. He says, do it in remembrance because every time when you do that, you are thinking upon the love of the Lord Jesus Christ, how much he loves you. When we hated him, wanted nothing to do with him, he died for us. He paid the price in full. When you think upon the life that is in this, it brings life into your life. It helps you even when you are angry with somebody. Maybe you are severely offended, like the woman was severely demon-possessed. It's not the time to run away from God, but it's the time to run to God. When you run to Him and say, I accept the sacrifice that you have died for me, that you loved me so much, then God, when you allow his body to become one with you, Paul said, as you have forgiven me, I can forgive. As Christ has forgiven me, I can forgive. This is not the time to run away from God when you've made a mistake, but to run to him. Many times when people have done something wrong and they're under church discipline, they would be given instruction. You're not allowed to partake of communion for six months or for a year. Family, we are keeping people away from the answer and the solution. That should be the time we should say to people, I want you to have communion every day. Think upon what Jesus has done for you on the cross, how much he has loved you. When you are praying, meditate upon the blood of Jesus that's speaking for you of forgiveness, of redemption, of sanctification. Oh, family, communion is good news. Remember, it is our union with Jesus that allows us to have communion with the Father. I want to close by reading one more scripture from Colossians 1, and I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. Colossians 1, verse 20. And God purposed that through by the service, the intervention of Him, the Son, all things should be completely reconciled back to Him whether on earth or in heaven, as through him, the Father made peace by means of the blood of his cross. Family, because of the blood of Jesus, there's peace between you and God the Father. He's not angry with you. He loved you so much that he sent Jesus to die on the cross for you. And although you at one time were estranged and alienated from him and were of hostile attitude of mind, in your wicked activities, yet now has Christ, the Messiah, reconciled you to God in the body of his flesh through death, in order to present you holy and faultless and irreproachable in his, the Father's, presence. Family, that's good news. Even as people are listening to this message all over the world, this morning when we have communion, the body of the Lord Jesus Christ that was broken, as we partake of it, we're always saying as the body of Christ, we have become one. Because of the love of God that he has for his bride, for the church, 
we can partake of this. We've been reconciled with God. He loves us. When you eat this, you are declaring your oneness in the Spirit with Jesus. You're declaring your oneness in the Spirit with God by the blood of Jesus. Our union with Jesus allows us to have communion with the Father. Remember when Jesus prayed for his disciples, he said, Father, they are in me and I am in you. This is not a cup of judgment or condemnation, but it is hope. If we can just understand and have revelation that one little crumb here is enough to bring healing, to bring deliverance, to bring sanctification, that we should know that this blood allows us to enter into a better covenant with better promises, where God is dealing with us according to His mercy and His grace, and not our sins, our stupidity, the mistakes that we make. When we come, we can enjoy this in a worthy manner. From a young age, teach your children that there's life in this, that God's blood is speaking for us, not just to treat it as something that's common, but it's holy communion. But it's a God that loved us, died for us, when we wanted nothing to do with Him. And when we come to Him, He doesn't say, fast 40 days. He doesn't say, sort out everything. He says, come to me. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. Because His blood is speaking for you, is speaking for me. We can say, thank you, Jesus. Are you ready to have communion with us? Take the bread in your hand and as you hold it, let's pray. Precious Father, thank you for allowing Jesus Christ to come to this earth to die for us. Allowing his body to be broken. Lord, when we wanted nothing to do with him. Allowing his blood to be shed when we were running away from you, O oh Lord. Thank you, Lord, that through this you've brought reconciliation between man and God. The enmity that was there, the hostility that was there, through the body of Jesus that was broken, there's peace now, Lord, between us and God. And we thank you, Lord, that even as we eat the body of the Lord Jesus Christ, we declare our oneness in the Spirit with you and ask that you would place your peace that comes from heaven as this bread, Jesus, came from heaven into our hearts. We thank you for that. We bless you for that as we eat it in Jesus' name. Lord, this is your blood. The blood of Jesus Christ that speaks for us of a better covenant, of better promises, O oh Lord. A blood, Father, that flowed so many times, O oh Lord, to bring us into a better place, O oh Father, that we can enter into the holiest and meet with you face to face at where we can find grace and mercy, O oh Lord. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. We ask, Lord, let your blood speak for us. Let your mercy speak for us. Let your favor speak for us. Lord, as we partake and drink the blood of Jesus, we declare our oneness in the Spirit with you. In Jesus' name. Well, family, I believe that your faith has been lifted and that you know that Jesus has made a way for you into the Holy of Holies. That faith has been stirred up on the inside, that even where you maybe have pain in your body, that you know you've been eating life 
that you've allowed the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life and you'll see many things will change not only in your relationship with God but even your relationship with those around you. Let me pray for you. Precious Father, we thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you Lord for making a way through Jesus Christ that we can enter into the Holy of Holies. Lord, let your blood speak for your people in this morning, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, I want to pray for those that are at home not feeling well, Father. Lord, thank you that you've sent your word and brought healing to their bodies. Right now, Father, we command your light into their lives, for in your light there is life. Father, I want to pray protection over every household. Lord, we want to come and pray the blood of Jesus over every family, every person listening right now, Father. Lord, and even as the Israelites applied the blood on the doorpost, Father, and you kept evil away, death away, Father, thank you, Lord, that by praying the blood of Jesus over every person, you're bringing life and light into their lives. Father, even as people have partaken this morning of communion, Father, the better covenant with better promises locked up, Father, in Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord, that your people are blessed with every blessing in Christ Jesus. Even as they've partake, taken, Father, of the communion, thank you, Lord, that they've allowed all that goodness, all those blessings to come into their lives. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. We are spirit of the living God. Fall afresh upon your people right now. Put an end to everything that's not of you, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, in these days of lockdown, Father, we ask continue to commit yourself to your people's protection, Father. Continue to commit yourself to their health and their strength, Lord. Continue to commit yourself to their blessing and prosperity. Most of all, continue to commit yourself to our callings individually and corporately as the body of Christ, O Father. And we give you praise for that. We thank you for that. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Be our shield and be our protection. Be our exceedingly great reward in this time, O Father, in Jesus' name. Father, we want to ask because you hold our good future in your hands. Grant unto your people a prophetic picture of the good future that you have planned for them, O Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Father, as household of Christ, as your body, we've come in this morning to say that we love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. We love you, Father. We love you, Jesus. We love you, Holy Spirit. Father, let people be aware of your love. Let your love encompass them. Let your love strengthen them. Father, pour out your love in their hearts once again. The kind of love that expels all shades of fear, worry and concern about the future, oh Father. And we thank you for that. We bless you for that. Father, we ask that you would allow the light of your favor to shine upon all their ways, O oh Lord. And we give you praise for that. Father, we receive from your throne room for your people right now everything that's good, everything that's pure, everything that's holy, everything that builds up, everything that encourages, everything that strengthens. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, family, thank you for spending this time with us and uh, having communion with us, enjoying the Lord's body and his blood that refreshes us, that strengthens us. Amen. Right there where you are, just raise your hands and I'm going to declare a blessing over you. Father, right now, 
We bless your people with every blessing that's in Christ Jesus. And we declare that only your goodness and your mercy will follow them all the days of their lives. May the Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. May the Lord be gracious towards you. May the Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Thank you for listening to this audio sermon. For more information, please go to our website, www.hoc.org.za. Household of Christ, loving God, loving people.